choosing a name for a baby is one of the most important things parents will do. You may have poured over baby names with your spouse, even with maybe even your parents, for hours and hours and hours figuring out what are we going to name our kid? Who is this, who are we going to call this boy or girl for the rest of his or her life? And of course, there's these different kind of waves of names that some become popular and kind of have a more and more popularity and they go away for a while. And then after someone told me it's like a hundred year cycle, they all come roaring back. So I think we have like a lot of Florences being like named right now. Uh, I, think, I think Gertrude's making a comeback and Agnes and lots of names that kind of from the turn of the 20th century are coming back, as they always do. Tonight, I thought we'd talk about the name of Jesus, since we heard the Annunciation and the angel Gabriel telling Mary, this will be his name. Because we use the name of Jesus, we speak to Jesus with his name all through our Christian lives, and we should delve deeper into what, what's in a name, what's in his name. First of all, we know that the name Jesus in Hebrew literally translates to God saves. God saves. His mission and his identity is synonymous with his name. He is the Savior. He's the one God sent to save his beloved people. In the first century of Palestine, you would probably hear it pronounced Yeshua. It was probably more how they said it. Yeshua. God saves. Even that sense of that divine name of the Old Testament, Yahweh, in the beginning there. Yeshua. That may have been how the Blessed Mother called Jesus in the house when he was maybe running a little bit too fast. Yeshua, slow down! We can pray about that and meditate on that. The name of Jesus was of course, not given by Mary and Joseph first. It was given by God. Gabriel says this will be his name. And so they take that into their hearts, and Jesus is officially named on the eighth day after his birth, the day when a child, a boy, will be circumcised in the Jewish religion. It's when he will be initiated into the covenant people, a, a precursor to baptism for all of us, the circumcision of the heart. But that's when a child would receive the name and it was in the temple. Now we know that from the scripture, from our tradition, the name of Jesus is the only name by which we can be saved. There is no name in heaven or on earth whom you can call out to who can guarantee to save you from the darkness of death. But Jesus is the one who has gone into death willingly innocently, eagerly for us. He's tasted death itself. And he rose from the grave, conquering death by death. When we call upon his name, we can be confident that he will save us from hell and the grave and from every sin. There's no name like his. Did you know that that divine name... Yahweh, I am who I am, coming from the Old Testament, became so holy in Jewish religion that eventually no one would ever say it. Like, how dare I call upon God? To know someone's name is to have a certain kind of power over them, isn't it? 
like someone, a stranger on the street, might not tell you his or her name. You know, if there's a, a group of kids on the campus here, and they're running around and maybe kind of doing some kind of horseplay, if I don't know any of those kids, I can be like, hey, guys, knock it off. And like, they might run away and just kind of like laugh, but if I know one of the kids, if I know like, oh, that's Danny, and I'm like, Danny, knock it off, he's going to stop. <laughs> but if I don't know the names, I, I, don't have, I don't have as much like power over this person. To, to reveal your name to someone allows them to have access to you, right? And so for God, it's like, God reveals his name, I am who I am, Yahweh. But the Jewish people were like, how can we ever say that? Because he is all-powerful, he is all-knowing, it's pure wisdom. We shouldn't say that name. But there was one time of the year when his name would be spoken. When on the Feast of the Atonement, the high priest would go into the temple, into the inner sanctum, into the Holy of Holies, he would take the sacrificial blood that was spilt and he would sprinkle it on the mercy seat, the dwelling place of God, the place where God resided among his people. And then that one time a year, that high priest, after having purified himself and made atonement for the sins of the people, would speak the name and ask pardon for all of Israel. We know that the one whose blood truly cleanses us is Jesus Christ, who was crucified for sinners. And how amazing is it that now, wherever we are in the world, whatever we've done in the world, whoever we are, God invites us to take his divine name on our lips Not to be afraid of calling out to the Almighty God, but to say with confidence, Jesus, 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 have mercy on me. And to know that even in that cry of the heart, God's mercy comes upon us. You see, Jesus' name is unlike any other name because when we say his name in faith, he actually manifests himself and becomes present. Right? In the office, Bridget is our receptionist, Bridget Koska. Many of you know her. If I say Bridget's name right now, I may think of her. I may think of seeing her after Christmas break. I may think of her in terms of like, oh, we got to do that in the office. But I'm not actually bringing her presence here. But when you say the name of Jesus, Jesus does become present. He manifests himself to you because he is God Almighty and he loves you and he wants you to call upon his name. He wants to be close to you. He wants to be called upon just like Mary and Joseph called upon him in the home time and time again. Just like the good thief called upon him to be remembered. Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus wants us to pray like that. Evil spirits fear the name of Jesus. They hate the name of Jesus. 
If you ever feel like you are being assaulted or harassed by something evil, by something from darkness, by the enemy, say the name of Jesus. Call upon him, Jesus, help me. Jesus, I believe in you. Jesus, have mercy on me. In the name of Jesus, darkness be gone. The demons can't stand his name. Finally, brothers and sisters, the catechism of the church says that saying the name of Jesus is the easiest and simplest way to pray. Sometimes we don't know what to say to God. Sometimes we feel so confused or upset. It's like, I can't even compose a prayer. That's the greatest time when you can just say, Jesus, 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 and he's with you, and he's present, and he brings the power and mercy of his Father. Jesus. As we prepare for Christmas in just a few hours, let's take his holy name upon our lips and upon our hearts. Let's think about how Mary and Joseph called him and cooed with his name at the manger side. Let's think about how the the wise men were told what his name was at the Epiphany and called him that name. Think about the those first fishermen who wondered what the name of this rabbi was, and then they heard, oh, his name is Jesus, and they called him Jesus. Think about all the people of the Bible, all the people of the last 2,000 years who have longed for friendship with God, who have been so crippled by their sins, or who have been so exalted at what God has done for them in their lives, and so, so joyful that all they can say is the name above all names whether in fear or guilt or joy or love, they said, Jesus. And Jesus was with them, and Jesus is with us. Jesus, we love you. Jesus, we adore you. Jesus, we receive you tonight in the bread of life.